Praise Lord. Um, still mulling over and ruminating the outcome of the US elections and the seeming win for President Joe Biden, as he would love to be called. I do believe there's been electoral fraud. But I want to say this, that is that a surprise? And if it is, it does show the naivety of some. I took delivery of this book today by Lance Wallnow, God's Chaos Code, and um, I've already started reading it and I've already started enjoying it. I heard Lance say recently about referring to the naivety of people who support Donald Trump. Christians, what do we expect? Electoral fraud, vote dumping, all these things. Do we really, are we surprised by this? Have we been taken by surprise here? People were warning about this. But I want to go deeper than just about has Trump really won and can he clock back through the courts, all that stuff. I want to ask an important question. Have we considered that maybe four more years for Donald Trump is a lot to ask of the man himself and his family? Few people, let alone presidents or national leaders, have been so vilified, despised, lied about, attacked, personal attacks, mocked, scoffed, relentless, vile abuse and um, just horrible things said about the man the last four years. Do we really want him to go through it? Does God, this is the key thing I want to ask, does the Lord want this man to go through this again? And I believe that the church wants him to do it. But I, but I need to ask the question, does God, does the Lord require it of him? I know you might say, well, he's tough, it's so be 74. And let me just say this as well. Would you want your father or your grandfather to go through that level of abuse? Um, and just think about what the knock-on effect to his family and so on, to his health perhaps. You know, and so oh, the Lord will strengthen him. Well, that's all good and well. And I believe all that. But, you know, I, I just wonder if we've even considered it, if some people have even thought, what about the personal toll on Donald Trump, the man, and on his family? The sad thing is a few, oh, sorry, a lot of people anyway, will, will not care because Trump's our man and we need him in the White House. No, we need to understand that the Lord is our defence, Yahweh is our defence, and the Holy One of Israel is our King, not Donald Trump. I think we put too much on one man's shoulders. Too much for him to bear, too much for any man to bear. Many are actually really looking for him to be the deliverer and the saviour of America. And that's just, no one has broad enough shoulders for that except the Lord Jesus. Now I know I've already had it. I've had to unfriend people on Facebook who are saying I've been negative and, you know, all that stuff and... Um, you know, some people might think I'm compromising or being appeasing and all that. Nothing to do with that. I'm a Trump supporter. He's my choice. I'm, I'm not an American, but he's my choice for American president. If I was, I'd vote for him. But this is not about your choice, my choice. It's not about what the church wants. And I believe the church, broadly speaking, wants Trump. But does God, does heaven, is he heaven's choice? Is he God's choice? You see, 
the, the response of God to Antichrist rulers, Psalm 2 verses 2 to 4, is to laugh. He laughs at them. He holds them in derision. We get all panicky and upset and, oh, what are we going to do? And and um, all that stuff. Oh, by the way, I'm wearing my American t-shirt. See that? American Eagle. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I need to say this to you. God is not upset. God's not snookered by a Biden presidency, even if it has been stolen. We expect everything to be squeaky clean, but it doesn't work like that in politics. That's why politics is the counterfeit of the kingdom. That's why we're we're praying thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, because there are no vote dumps in heaven. There are no votes in heaven. The Father, the Son, and the Lord Jesus, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit have already um, voted. <laughs> and and the, there's no need for elections. There's no opposition. Jesus is Lord. He sits on the throne. And heaven is a kingdom. It's not a republic. It's not a democracy. I, I say these things a lot. The point I'm trying to get across here is, is that we need to start maybe moving from a place where we're trying to exert our will upon God uh, by prayer and decree and start getting into a place where we trust him that his strategy, his strategy, his understanding of the long game, he's a zillion moves ahead of Satan. And just trust that God has a strategy here. And I could name some things I could get into. I may do that in future videos. I don't really want to get into it right now. But I could tell you some things that God could be up to right now that would totally change the game, let alone uh, defeat Biden and the Democrats and all that. But I, but I just want to say this to you right now, that we need to be in a place of trust. And we also need to think about President Trump his well-being, his health, his mental well-being, his family. Maybe four more years is too much to ask of one man. Well, he's up He's up for it. Well, he may be up for it, but a lot of us are up for a lot of things. But, you know, we, we our life is but a vapour. We all have a finite amount of time. And I'm not saying that in a defeatist, whiny, you know, lack of faith way. That's not me, and anyone knows me knows that's not me. And I do believe Trump is a strong-minded man. I don't think he would have got to be president if he wasn't. But it's not even about what Trump wants for himself, and it's not certainly not about what American Christians and Christians around the world who are pro-Trump want. It's about what God wants. God understands the long game better than us. And, you know, I would say this to you, that maybe God even has a plan for a Biden presidency that would shock everybody and surprise everybody. And it may well just be to expose darkness in America right now. And I do believe America's going into a dark place, and I do believe it'll impact the other nations. But this is where the Ecclesia comes. This is what we've been teaching in our Ecclesia meetings and Arise Scotland and our online training and other places. We've been teaching that it's time for the Ecclesia to step into it's God-ordained role. I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about church as is. I'm talking about the ecclesia, that God, the true ecclesia, the true church, God is raising in the earth. The Philadelphia church, the church of the open door, the church that has the key of David and knows how to function in it. And um, that's what we've been teaching. And it's time for people to transition from the old ways, the old wineskin, the old paradigms of Sardis and this is the way we do it we'll storm the gates of heaven we don't need to storm the gates of heaven we have access beyond the sacred veil 
we are invited to come boldly into the throne room. There's no storming. Um, there's no, you know, assaulting and assailing the God of heaven. We are seated with him in heavenly places. So we need to move out of that old way of doing it, the old wineskin, the old paradigm of, you know, praying from the earth and getting a hold of God. He got a hold of us and we are seated with him in heavenly realms. And it's time we, we don't need to shout to let him know our will. We just need to lean across and hear his will and speak it from the heavens. And that's what I believe God is calling the church in America to do, the church in Britain to do, the church across the planet to do, to get to a place where we're hearing from God and then opening our mouths. Uh, not just declaring, this is, you know, a lot of people I find are saying, God wants this, so it has to be, but it's them that want it. And God may, and I believe he will, very often God will allow us He'll give us what we want. He'll give us what we demand because we're in a co-regency place with him. But it's God's second best, not his best. And sometimes God's second best delays his best. That's the key thing to remember. What if a second term for Donald Trump delayed God's best in the earth? Now, people might think that's nuts. But let me get a little word of advice. If you do think that's crazy, don't come on trolling me and giving me a hard time and telling me I'm deceived, blah, blah, blah. Because that's that you go straight in the unfriend bin friend, okay? Uh, you can disagree with me, I'd, and I'll disagree with you, but we'll, we'll be gracious about it, or it's curtains. So the point I'm trying to make here is is that let's just try and wait in the Lord for a while. That's that's my, my key, that's a key takeaway from us. Let's just seek God for a little bit. Before we rush in, we can ask that justice be done, we can make general decrees, uh, principles, and say, oh Lord, give us divine order, uh, godly order and, and righteous government. We can speak that, decree that, pray that. We can do all of those wonderful things. We can do that, and we must. But understand that sometimes God even uses things like injustice and even election theft and other things and, and the wrong person to come to power. He uses those things to, to work his will in the earth. He'll use even wickedness and unrighteousness and tyranny and all these things to bring about his purpose because he works all things together for good to them that love God. I want Trump to win. I'd love him to overturn it in the courts. But I'm sensing that God has a deeper purpose and a longer strategy that we need to start to tap into. It's not hidden from us, it's hidden for us. I need to leave it there, folks. So uh, the Lord bless you. Uh, interested in your comments provided they're respectful and gracious even if you disagree uh, but you start all this you know I'm talking you know I'm not talking from God stuff and um, I have to warn you I've already had to uh, jettison some people for that because we have to be gracious amen you agree with that the Lord bless you